Israel can kill. Say no to drugs. And say yes to love. The legend of the light. Podcast. Welcome to another installment of Legend of the Light Totally Epic Journey Quest. I am your game master and host, Spun Counter Guy. When we last left our heroes, Roxy Forrest, Nick McNasty, and Corey McFly were trying to figure out who was both sabotaging the new clothes at Possums and Pinafores and drinking all the chocolate milk at Bum's subpar supermarket in hopes of the great reward. The trail led them into the giant dairy refrigerator in the back of Bum's where they were just about to investigate some nefarious sounding voices they heard jibber-jabbering behind some milk crates. So it's really cold and you can hear these little voices kind of in the corner. You hear somebody say, oh, oh man, this is going to be great. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Could be something going on. Okay, so I'm going to go get you two. So I'm going to go get the guys and then... We're gonna. Why don't you roll to see how sneaky you guys are? Just make sure that you you know you don't. Do we have sneak ability? Yeah, we'll count it as dodge ability. We'll count that. Okay. Oh. Three. I have eighteen, but I have plus four dodginess. Okay. What do you have? Twelve. I don't have anything under dodginess. So you're zero. Okay. Okay. So so you two get in fine, and right when. Corey's about to follow you guys. Then comes one of the uh, stock boys. And it's like, hey, uh, what are you doing here, sir? Uh, I'm looking for the restroom. Uh, well, it's not here. I can tell you that. Okay. You want to uh, know where the restroom is? Yeah, could you show me? Yeah, it's in the courthouse. It's <laughs> an awful long way. What if somebody's in the aisle and they got diarrhea? <laughs> well, tough. <laughs> so, okay, I'm sorry. I'll go back out. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Right. So I got to get out of the way. Have a good day, sir. Thank you. So I got out of the way so I didn't catch you guys. So I'm just going to hang around the store while you guys are back. Okay. So it's me and you, girl. Okay. So you're back in the cooler now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can hear the voices back in the corner. And then you hear like, oh, oh, oh. A bunch of like cursing, but by little kids. What's going on in here? Um, uh, oh, hey. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, We're sorry. We just wanted to come back in here to look at something. Uh. We'll, we'll leave. Do you guys work here? What yes. does it matter to you, you little punks? Uh-huh. What are you doing? Yes. We're going to play mean cop, nice cop. Okay. So what are you guys doing here? Well, do you think we can tell her? Uh, I, think, I think they look okay. Uh, well, the truth is, uh, Ducker Dirkmuck, he sold us what he said was two exotic fuzzy worms from the Aegean Islands, which I guess is some stripper pit somewhere. Anyway, and maybe they do hail from such exotic places, but they're stone cold dead, and we're out five bucks. They're holding a pencil box, and there's a bunch of dead fuzzy worms in the box. And he told us they were highly illegal in the USA, so that's why we snuck back here to have a look. Where were you at when you bought these? He sold them to us in the alley behind Salvation Army. Hmm. And they're dead? Yeah, look at them. Well, probably because you ding-dongs brought them into the freezer. (laughs) Oh. You think that was why? <laughs> oh, you idiot! <laughs> so do you guys come in here much? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a real remote place. Nobody ever hard goes back here. It's so cold. Have you ever seen any other people back here? Hanging out, suspicious-looking people? I mean, I don't know. We're the suspicious ones usually back here. 
Well, we if you could give us some information, we could give you your five dollars back. Really? Really. Could you go kick Tucker Dirtmox for us? Sure. We can do it. Mm, well, let me think. <laughs> uh, well, there's that uh, hunky guy that wears the lab coat all the time. Then there's that old woman that she comes back there with a little horn or something and puts milk in a bottle somehow. <laughs> she comes back here for that. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, so the, okay. So those two aren't yeah. How, how many times a day does she put milk back here? Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's hourly. <laughs> hourly. I mean, if I were to wager, oh, okay. I'm mean, just a little kid. So. All right. Well, thanks for that information. <laughs> uh, and then I'll randomly see, uh, you know, just high school kids. Like, I guess at work here, maybe stock boys, stock girls, whatever. Do you ever see anyone lurking about the milk section? <laughs> Define lurk. Uh, hanging out, you know, by the prairie farms milk. Is that where the big kids hang out? Like the cool kids? I think so. I think, yeah. That's the thing there. Oh, this guy looks like a nerd. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you say? Uh, nothing, man. <laughs> so what about this guy? How come that... you only have one side solved on your Rubik's Cube? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Hey, do you, do you guys know how to solve this thing? Yeah. I'll give you five bucks if you can solve it. And they look at each other and they, they say, okay. All right, here you go. Okay, they grab the Rubik's Cube and they run out. <laughs> I lost my Rubik's Dumb Cube. <laughs> they just run out. So yeah, they, they left their box of dead fuzzy worms on the ground. Wait a minute, you we need to get that Rubik's Cube back. Which way did they run? I mean, you guys were in the freezer, so they just went out the freezer door, so you didn't really see. Okay, so I'm going to go out front and say, Corey, catch those kids. And you're going to say, what kids? <laughs> what kids? <laughs> the one red. looked like Rubik's Cube. Oh, I see them. Okay, I'm going to... No, Come on. <laughs> Which way did they go? Which way did they go, Nick? I'm asking you. <laughs> they went out the freezer door. But they didn't come out the double door into the store. Oh, they didn't go in the store. Those little turds. Freezer. Should we at least not run out and look? Yeah, let's go do that. We can go out the freezer, but... Well, we can't because the managers are back there. Well, I just bust through and run. Yeah, right. you run out and, and someone's like, Oh, dang, kids are back there again! <laughs> and there's no sign in the do little we, ones. Do we see them? Uh, no. All right, we're going to run out to the front and see if we okay. see them running. You run out the front and you don't see the little <coughs> kids, but you see a long-haired guy that looks really, really lost. And he's like looking around and, Oh, man, where did I get myself into? I'm going to go up to him, and I'm going to say, Hey, man, did you see two little kids holding a Rubik's Cube run by you? Yeah, I did, actually. Which way did they go? They went down the alley. Did you see where they turned? Yeah, they went down to the end, and they, and they made a hard left. Hard left? Yeah, man. All right, thanks. Yeah. But first, hey, uh, what? 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 Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty girl. <laughs> so what are you doing here? You seem lost. I'm really lost. Uh, my name is Jack Blades. You ever heard of me? Oh, sorry. Yes, I have heard of Jack Blades. Oh, so you're familiar with my work? Yes, he was in uh, Night Ranger. Yeah, that's me, dude. Yankees. Yeah. Hey, I was in town trying to find this guy named uh, Pastor Poindexter. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's got our song Sister Christian all wrong. I gotta tell him that it's not mocking Christians. Although, admittedly, the music video made it seem as such. It's all about our, our uh, drummer, Kelly Keggy's little sister, Christy. Anyway, I want to find him or his church to clear up this misunderstanding, man. <laughs> Truth is, Boonville's teenagers are not buying our albums, and it's putting a dent in our income. You sound like you might be high. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 80s, buddy. I think we all are at this point. So, 
the kids are gone now. We lost the roost. Yeah, it's gone. The kids are gone. They could probably still rock in America. <laughs> That's one of my own songs. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard it a few times. <laughs> it sucks. What? <laughs> You'll never be poisoned. <laughs> we don't want to be poisoned. Um, like Girly guys. What do we get out of helping this guy? Well, we saw him drive by in his van earlier. Oh, you, I, so you know Pastor Poindexter? Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, is he a nice guy? Oh, very nice. Okay, well, he's hurting ourselves. I think he went home. Okay. And he was driving his daughter home. Okay, where's home? I think Home he, is where the heart is. <laughs> <laughs> I should write a song about that. <laughs> I think he lives in the parsonage by the church, First Baptist Church. First, no, it's, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, they renamed it. <laughs> He went through a rebranding. <laughs> oh, you mean the first and last full immersion baptizing methodical church of the altar call? That's exactly. it. <laughs> wow. That's it. So you've seen it. Yeah, I passed by it earlier. I didn't realize that was the same church. Yeah, you yeah. might want to run back down there. Hey, guys, I, I appreciate this. Uh, for your help, here's some of my casingles. Keep on rocking America, okay? And he hands you guys a couple casingles. What are they? Night Ranger, The Secret of My Success. And Night Ranger, A Touch of Madness. So we'll give him to her for yeah, her uh, cassette okay. inventory. Can we see what the powers are? Yeah. For Secret of My Success, you get one extra hour in the day. Thus, for the next three fights, you get two moves per one. With the Touch of Madness, anyone you touch goes temporarily nuts, howling at the courthouse clock as if it were the moon, and are more difficult to hit. They have plus five dodginess. But the other part is, though, uh, they no longer attack for three turns. Okay. What's the next move, kids? Let's go to the Salvation Army. Why See if we can find this Mr. Dirtmutt. Wait, did we pick up their wormies? They have any powers? No. Not that you can tell. But you go know. fishing later. Yeah, but... I already got a bass. That's true. With me, Is that thing starting to stay? <laughs> Where did you put the bass at? Y'all have backpacks. No, yeah, backpacks. Some things are left. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get so personal. Is the bass frozen or is it fresh? Well, it isn't frozen now. We've been walking around Boonville. Wait, it should have came to you wrapped up in a... It was wrapped up in a newspaper, like yeah. a Boonville standard. <laughs> If anybody needs to go to the bathroom, you can take the fish with you. Walk. <laughs> or at least it's newspaper. Apparently, you have to walk five blocks to find a sh in this <laughs> Let's go down to the Salvation Army. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so you walk to the Salvation Army, and miraculously, nothing happens. Not <laughs> really? Yeah, you're not attacked. I'm surprised somebody didn't want something or <laughs> favor. Are you guys going in? Yeah, let's go in. So you go in, and the store looks a little bare. Uh, just a broken Quest for Fire lamp, a photographer's attack by Sean Penn edition of Operation Game, with its tweezers missing, and a urine-stained pair of Thundercats underoos. Nick, you recognize it as your own. <laughs> yes, I was getting ready to say. But you say nothing. <laughs> your eyes wide. You're like... <laughs> Mrs. Willie, the manager, is there. She's sporting a spiffy leisure suit. And she's bopping her head to her little radio that's set on 96 WSTO. Well, hello, guys. I need to get a different voice. Uh, you can always computer generate. Hello. 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 Uh, yeah, I'll uh, make her from England. She's yeah. from England. I'll make her highbrow. Yeah. We have uh, so many English immigrants in Boone. Well, hello, kids. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
We are fine. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. I can get a better voice. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Hello, kids. How are you? <laughs> we are fantastic. I'm a little frightened. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a different song comes on the radio, and her, she gets a big old frown on her face, and it's One Night in Boonville. Oh, no. One night in Boonville feels like half a month there. Not much to do and even less to see. Housewives do laundry and the rednecks drink there. All the kids do book reports on MTV. And she gets so mad that she grabs a hammer and she knocks the radio across the counter, which seems to get it receiving a rockin' station signal from Ireland so far away. And she's like, I hate how that song reinforces stereotypes about Boonville. Hmm. And then she spits a little tobacco into a little spit cup. Oh, she ain't so highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that's what's going on in the story. There's not much there. There are a few things about... What's for sale? Well, what's for... Hey, uh, Mrs. Willie. Yes? Your uh, store's looking kind of bare here. What's uh, what's going on? Sales down? Sales? They would be up if we had anything to sell. Times are bad, fellas. Our donation box has been empty for the past month. If we don't get some donations soon, we're going to have to sell the building and donation box. Hmm. The only things we have right now, there's a few casingles laying over there. There's a trapper keeper, I think. Uh, there's a, like one shirt. I mean, I can show you if you would like to see. Well, <laughs> I think I know why your uh, inventory's low. Why is that? Do you know there's a dude living in your box out there? <laughs> that would explain a lot. Uh-huh. Did, did mm. you not know that? Really, I was wondering why people were donating half-eaten sandwiches. <laughs> and I think he's probably wadded up Kleenexes. Who's your competitor in town? I don't think we have any. <laughs> the pawn shop wouldn't be a competitor. Oh, possibly, that's true. I think that's what he's doing. He's taking your stuff and going down, hawking it at the pawn shop. That makes total sense. Why did I think of that? <laughs> well, we know the cops, or we know someone that knows the cops, and maybe we can help you with that situation. I wish you would. Is there a reward of some kind for hmm. helping you out? With the Salvation Army. <laughs> Come on. Don't you want eternal salvation? I so, want to see the Kasingles. Okay, so the Kasingles that are over there is Irene Kara, five dance, seven bucks. Phil Collins in the air tonight, also seven bucks. That's high for Salvation Army. Yeah. I don't know. But it's not, but it's not brand new like at Niller's. Okay. Eight bucks. So. Basically, you could put all the stuff that they have left on the one shelf. So there's also a worn-out Trapper Keeper. Picturing adorable kittens with some ink pen alterations, giving them stitches and an eye patch and smoking cigarettes. And uh, there's some other writing on it. Uh, and that's five bucks. There's a Coca-Cola shirt. It's five bucks. There's a fluorescent pair of purple leg warmers for ten bucks. And that's about it. Can I look inside the Trapper Keeper? Yeah, okay. First of all, you notice so there's more writing on it. It looks like a, you know, a kid had it, and so had written stuff like heavy metal kind of lettering. Someone wrote, like, Eye of the Beholder on it. And uh, when you open it up, there's some rounded, ended scissors, a druthers, Andy Dandy Tales, old pony glue, a half a pad of notebook paper, and there's some scratch of stiff stickers inside. Really? What are they? Well, Don Johnson's sockless shoes and Commando. I'm going to buy the Trapper Keeper. Okay. Five bucks? Five bucks, yeah. 
Did you say that Irene Cara CD is five dollars? You talking about Kasingle? Yes. It's okay. seven bucks. I would like to buy both Kasingles in okay. the leg warmers. Okay. I want them the leg warmers. No. Can we share them? No. I <laughs> might it, let you wear one every once in a while. Does it match your panties? <laughs> yes. Do I still have the panties on, by the way? <laughs> it's up to you, buddy. <laughs> I think you I think you do have them on. Or you never told us. That's right. I asked already. The, song, the Flashdance song. When you listen to that, water falls out of nowhere onto you and, and anything nearby. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Falls onto her? Falls onto her and anything in her, like a little five-foot yeah. radius. Flash dance? Would, yeah, but why wouldn't that help anything? You never know. Oh, look, I'm yeah, wet. Yeah. No. Maybe I'm on fire. <laughs> there hey. you go. And maybe she's wearing a white t-shirt. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Always back to boobs. Seriously? Dick. <laughs> hey, I'm on my computer all the time. Leave me alone. Yeah. So. The, the Phil Collins single. You can only use this one at night, but while you're listening to the song, uh, you can fart. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I don't need a song for that. Okay. <laughs> you can yeah. fart something so terrible that it causes everyone in a 20-foot radius, allies included, if they're nearby, Great. to end up looking like those puppets on the Genesis video, Land of Confusion. It's 12D plus 4, suffocation damage. Oh, my God. She's got a lot of chemicals going on in her body. She's like a good, factory. Good for two times. So you roll the dice and then add four to whatever. Okay. It says, okay. Is she wearing a t-shirt with a, like a biohazard <laughs> symbol on it? You guys are dressed pretty plainly so far, by the way. Do my... Kind of sure. Yeah, but why does it matter? Well, because your flirt game would improve drastically if uh, you were wearing better threads. Like a like Coca-Cola t- You could buy a Coca-Cola t-shirt. But do my um, leg warmers uh, do Oh, yeah. Anything? Let me get to that. Leg okay. warmers. You notice when you pick them up, they're pretty heavy for cloth. And when you examine them more closely, you find out. There's a little spot where they're unraveled, and it reveals it has a chainmail interior. You know what chainmail is? Yeah. So no, the, she's an idiot. I didn't know how much you knew about medieval crap. But anyway, <laughs> so it's minus two damage whenever you get attacked okay. and hit. If they roll eight or something, then you dock off two. Okay, and I can use that. You, you can put them on now if you want to. I'm putting Whatever. them on. So you have leg warmers, a turtle shell on your boob, I'm and a horn. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Don Johnson's sockless shoes it gives whoever's wearing the sticker, and of course scratches it, extreme stinky feet that causes enemies minus two connection and minus two damage if they go to hit somebody or something. Minus two? Minus two um, being successful and minus two uh, any damage they can count. And that goes for two rounds. Uh, the commando it causes the wearers of the sticker's underwear to exit his pants via the pants leg. So he's distracted for two turns, cannot fight or dodge. He takes off their underwear for him? Yeah, basically he goes commando. But he's so distracted by it, <laughs> the feeling, that he loses two turns and can't... Mark, you for, take so the guy's for, underwear off manually. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Stop it. <laughs> guys. I don't need no sticker for that. Man, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would say edit that out, but you didn't edit it out last time. Sure. <laughs> 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 keep it in. Okay, I want to buy that Coke shirt because apparently I need to look sexier. <laughs> okay. How se- can you look Coke any more sexier? sexier? Yeah. Coke shirts were popular. You get plus two flirt connection. There you go. Oh, wait, how much does that cost? Five bucks. So now I'm with plus four. Hey, 
turn this upside Willie, down. Willie, uh, have you been in uh, Possums and Pinafores lately? Well, no, because it'll make me depressed. They have really nice clothes there. We have hardly any. We had a nice Coca-Cola shirt until you just bought it. <laughs> so, uh, would you say that you uh, are envious of that store? I am. Mm. I cannot be dishonest about that. Okay. Do you have a hearing problem? <laughs> you talk really loud. I'm sorry, the Game Master has run out of voices to do. <laughs> so he made me talk like this. Okay, that's all the information I needed. Ask if she likes milk. Do you uh, like milk? I love milk, why? Just what flavor of milk? I must admit, I like the one with the rabbit. Nesquik? Yeah, yes. The strawberry or chocolate? Strawberry. Oh. Really? Yes. You ever had the strawberry bear claws down at Lucy's? Um, Glazed doughy parts? Can you, um, I'm not understanding you. Can you speak louder? <laughs> I, uh, sense mockery in your voice. I'm bringing earplugs next game. She's almost gotten Russian. Were you? <laughs> were you in England when they were getting bombed during World War II? As a matter of fact, I was. Were you down, maybe you down remember those track? signs, keep calm and talk louder? <laughs> were you down in the subways when they were getting bombed? Yes, down in the tube. In the tube? Yes. Okay. That explains that. By the way, is that one of your classmates in the corner over there? What's he doing? <laughs> What's he, she doing? You look over there and it is one of your classmates. It's a Trig Straley. Trig Straley. Trig Straley's. Straley's. Okay. No, I've never met a Straley like. <laughs> He's uh, sitting on a broken bar stool, formerly the property of Not a Chance Tavern. <laughs> and he's tapping at a friendship beat that's on his shoe. The boy is having a difficult time keeping the stool upright, as that it was designed for the buttocks of drunks. Hmm. Hmm. He looks like he's pondering the great questions of life. How did we first come across Trig? Is this the first time we met Trig? Mm -hmm. We've heard his voice. Heard I his mean, we've heard his something. name, yeah. This is the boy that Carrie, the girl in the alley, Oh. she has a big crush on. And okay. Mom ran it. Okay, we're going to walk over and say hey to Trig. Hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> oh, my God, it's Kermit. <laughs> it's not easy being green. <laughs> I, I'm in the biggest moral dilemma of my life. What, what's going on there, Trig? I think I, I made love. Uh, uh, now I'm losing the voice. <laughs> I think I made love Carrie Faldine, but she reportedly has a foot disorder. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I can be with a girl with the feet, the texture of raw hides. Mm. And it's not just because I might get an abrasion if she were to get frisky with those gravel toes against my tender epidermis. And when I look at my sister's Tiger Beat magazines, and when I see the boss feet of people like Lisa Bonet and Christy Brinkley, I'm pretty sure that's what I want. I've been going to a few of the uh, Oh My Darwin survival of the fittest bingo nights, and... At the last game, they ended up neutering one of the players because they said he had an annoying genetic defect that caused him to pop his bingo chips like tiddlywings across the room. So they were removing that DNA information from the gene pool. And that got me to thinking, I need to find a mate that can bear me genetically superior offspring for the sake of the human race, you know? <laughs> and as if Mother Earth is sending me a big fat message, I've been invited to Shasta Pa Biscuit's big breakup party tonight. Word is, she's considering me for the newly vacated position of boyfriend. And you know how fertile Shasta Pa Biscuit's baby making hips look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I saw her feet at the city lake last summer. Dainty fresh. <laughs> What should I do? Well, first Maybe off, go to see a therapist about your foot fetish. <laughs> first off, calm down because it's hard to find anybody in Boomville that doesn't have some kind of genetic disorder. 
<laughs> so the foot thing's probably lower on the scale than what some of them have. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a pop biscuit's the perfect specimen. For feet? Why is he thinking about who he's going to mate with? Yeah. Like, yeah, how old is like this 14. Kid? He's our age. He's the atheist got me thinking. <laughs> the atheist. About what? Genetically superior human beings. Some people should not breed. That's true. That's what they say. Yeah. I agree with that. So what does he want again? A mate? He's confused. He's I'm not finding this guy a mate. Me either. And I'm not indulging his foot fetish. He said he was still distraught about Carrie. He still mm. likes her. Mm. I think I'm going to let him have my Don Johnson sticker. <laughs> has to do the feet. <laughs> Do you have a dorky sister named Christy? <laughs> Are you upset because Carrie's mom broke you guys up? No, I've just got a moral uh, tug of war going on in my heart right now. <laughs> yeah, he's from England. Even worse. You sound like you're related to the owner of this place. We went to the same volume school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is the party going on now? No, it's not till later. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What time is the party? Well, <laughs> I think it's 8 o'clock, according to the flyer. And if I look at my watch now, it is currently... 3.30. 3.30. Where's the party at again, Tree? It's at Shasta Pavis Estate. Right by the estate. Estate. Army, yeah, you call it estate, I guess. Can I see your feet? <laughs> oh, no. That's... Sure. Roxy? Sure. Oh. Wow. Genetically okay. <laughs> okay. They would like you down at the Atheist Club. Okay. Wait, you hanging out at the Atheist Club? I told you. Are you a member? Uh, I'm debating. I might pledge next year. It just depends. I'm conflicted. Ooh, it's not might, how I was raised. We might be pre preparing for a big religious war. <laughs> mm. Is Ducker our new suspect? Yep. Can we go outside and walk around and see if we can find him? Yeah, I guess we're done with Trig for now. Tr Trig, we'll see you later, man. What should I do? <laughs> Follow your feet or heart. Follow your feet or heart. <laughs> okay, so you guys go outside. What are you doing again? We're going to go look around and see if we can find McDirt Biscuit. Okay. McDirt Biscuit. He's not out there. He's not around the store. But we know he lives in the dumpster. So let's go investigate the dumpster. He lives in the dumpster? No, he doesn't live in the dumpster. Does he? he lives in the dumpster. Somebody was in the dumpster. Yeah, it was like a bed in there, but we don't know who it is. You can go look in the dumpster, see if there's anyone in there now. Sure. You look in there, and uh, the bed roll is still there, and there's a couple of uh, little Debbie's empty boxes. You know. Oh, man. So you can tell there's someone been there since you have there last. Let's walk over to the insurance place. We haven't been in there yet. Okay. You get up to cover your hind end insurance, and there is a help wanted sign posted in the window. Inside, there's a placard that lists all their services, including insuring such accidents as hayride jackknives, <laughs> double wide antler punctures, and injuries resulting from union slash scab skirmishes. The owner, Beaver Bletcher, he's at the counter, and uh, what voice am I going to do for this guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And he says, uh, 
Well, uh, hello, youth of Boonville. Uh, here to insure your Matchbox cars or your Weeble Wobble Treehouse? <laughs> Mr. Beaver. No, Mr. Bletcher. What do I call you? You can call me Beeb. Beeb? Have you uh, noticed anything weird going on around the drop box across the street at Salvation Army? I don't hang out at the drop box very often. <laughs> no, I mean, just look, maybe looking outside, you know. And... Oh, you know those kids, all kinds of kids are hanging out back there, it seems like. That alley is trouble. It's trouble? Yes. What kind of trouble? Yeah. It's just kid trouble, you know. Ah, yeah, see? <laughs> That's here. Trouble, yeah. see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ever G. Robinson. It, is it Big Trouble in Little China? You know, I heard a kid make a joke about that the other day. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It wasn't then, funny that time either. Funny now. It grossed I, me out. I get that a lot. I'm kind of socially awkward, sorry. Hey, uh, if your kids need some extra cash, I've got an opportunity for you. Oh, great. I've got a list of folks that used to have insurance through me, and either they let their policies lapse, or uh, they went with another company. So uh, I want you to do a little damage, you know, nothing major, but little dings and dents in their cars. Uh, take a home run sized baseball bat, swing at their mailboxes, spray paint graffiti on their cattle, you know, stuff like that. Then they'll realize they never should have left my company. If you all do this for me, I'll pay you very well. Just think of all the crap you could buy for yourselves. Or if your current crushes don't give you the time of day right now, they sure will when they see you with some serious Izod, New Balance, or Oshkosh Bagash gear. And the promise of getting your earlobes nibbled by the Betty or Clydesdale of your dreams should dissipate any moral reservations you may have about a felony or two. Hey, do you have any uh, hearing <laughs> problems? <laughs> you know, there must be a lot of mining going around. Boom, a lot of blasting. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Lots of boom, boom. All the time, see? Ruptured your... <laughs> yeah, see? Booming, yeah. Ruptured my eardrum. Yeah, dude. Isn't this illegal, uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Beave? I don't think we want to be... Of course, but if you want to make big money, you got to bend the law a little bit sometimes, see? Hey, uh... We've got a good reputation. Yeah, we're do-gooders. Yeah, we're not do-batters. Hey, Mr. Beave, what are your store hours, by the way? Uh, we close about five. Why? Well, I see you had a help-wanted sign. Is that what you're... Is this the help that you were wanting? That's right. I have a couple other high school boys working for me, and they, they seem to have uh, no moral qualms about making some good cash. We need to find out who they are. They might be the destroying the clothes. And... Would by chance, uh, did you have a policy with uh, possums and pinafores? <laughs> As a matter of fact, we did. And by chance, has it lapsed? Yes, it has. Why? You better be nervous now. <laughs> uh -huh. A little too smart for Boonville. Yeah. <laughs> have you uh, taken Man, any wait, action man. against? Uh... No, I'm just straight up asking. No. Uh, we're sorry, we won't bother you no more. I don't think we can do your uh, illegal activities. Illegal activities for you though. Oh, um, could you tell us who the other boys are that are employed here? Ah, uh -huh. uh -huh. you have to get up pretty early to to full yeah. old. Uh, Should I ask that before I chastise the you? The beave. Yeah. yeah, what's my name again? <laughs> <laughs> Beaver Bletcher. <laughs> I think we found. Or man. So if you're not going to work for me, if you don't need an insurance policy, I want you boys and plus one, just move plus along one. now. You're always just a plus um, one. Can Roxy flirt with him? No, Roxy's done flirting. Can I, but I can change, I could like be him. Oh. And find now out who thinking. the... She's got power. Who the guys are. So, yeah, Is I have it? the culture club. But only for ten minutes. Will that give me enough time So, to... does that change it where I could go knows? for his paperwork, though. 
Does she know what he knows when she changes? I can go through his stuff. She just looks like him. You don't get his brain or mind necessarily, but... But I could look through his things. Okay, so I want to change... Wait, wait, he's there right now. Do you smoke? Maybe you can go out and have a cigarette with him. We need to lure him outside. Well, hang on, let's think about this. If she could look like him at the right time, people that would come up would talk to her. Like she was hitting those two boys, but we don't know when they're going to Right, and I'm only, and I can only do it. I'm only that person for ten minutes. Is there anyone else in the office? Just him? What are you kids muttering about? Why don't you move along? Just go outside there. Go do something else. Go Wang Chung or whatever you kids do these days. And he pushes you outside, shuts the door, locks it, and flips the open sign to closed. You're out in front of the Cover Your Hind End Insurance Company, and you hear some sirens coming from back near the square. Okay. So do we want to investigate it? Let's do it. Yeah, so you see a crowd down by the Dur soda machine. We're walking up to the scene of the crime. Okay. You're up at the Dur soda machine, and uh, there's a crowd gathered around. You can't see what they're looking at. And then an ambulance flies up a little too fast and ends up hitting two innocent senior citizen gawkers. You hear the paramedic driver holler, Oh, Richard Hale! Look what I've done. And then he gets on a CB and says, Dispatch, can you send another wagon? Yeah, a couple seasoned citizens attempted suicide by jumping in front of my vehicle. Again? Must be some kind of epidemic. Uh, that's just sad. Send in Unit 5 over now. Over and out. <laughs> so the paramedic gets out and attends whoever the crowd was staring down at in the first place. So there's a wounded person laying on the ground, mm-hmm. but we can't see who it is. Yeah, in addition to the two old people that just got ran over. Uh, yeah, we don't care about other people. Thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, it's up to you. <laughs> Are they pertinent guys... to our case? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Are they dead? Or just injured? They're not knocked over. Knocked Good. Over. We're not killing people okay. in this game. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Can we push our way through the crowd? Are we sure. have to row? As you approach closer and you start to get through the crowd, you hear some familiar wailing. It's Skirdet, who's crying out. <laughs> Oh, my beloved, my betrothed, don't leave me alone in this cold, cold world, which is indeed a stage. <laughs> she's, a, she's kneeling on the sidewalk holding a male body in her arms. The face is bloodied up pretty bad to where it would be difficult to identify him. Nick's turtle, Grace, is going as fast as his little reptile legs can muster trying to flee the scene of the spectacle while climbing over a Betamax player. Gina Magaha and Old Man Niller are in the crowd as well. The former looking terrified, the latter shaking his head as if he's not surprised. Snell Bumhauer and Tinkle Kohler are there as well. Typical students leaving the BHS VHS completely unattended. Skirdet yelps out, My darling Corey! You captured my heart long enough to take my lovelorn gaze off my soulmate, Getty Lee. The incongruent patches of hair on your breastuses you exhibited during your mating ritual <laughs> robot dance even allured me enough to consider taking your lame last name in marriage. My tombstone would have read Skirdet McFly. I loved you so much, my sweet Corey. He thinks that's me laying there? Yep. Okay. The paramedic is standing there with his hands on his hips, perplexed by what to do with the distraught girl. Some light bulb must have gone off in his mind that causes the man to step over the two older victims of his vehicular assault and go back to his vehicle. He returns with a Captain Crunch-flavored wine cooler, crouches down, puts his arm around Skirdet, 
and puts the half-drink bottle up to the girl's pink lipstick lips. She goes to look down while the paramedic goes to examine the body in her arms. Taking out a knife, he cuts the bloodied man's pants off, which reveals some bruised legs protruding from some BVDs signed by Larry Hagman. As soon as Skerdet sees the masculinish whitey tidies, she dumps the man's broken body on the sidewalk and declares, Oh, that ain't my Corey. Sorry about the misidentification, y'all. And off she wanders with her precious nearly half-empty bottle of Captain Crunch cooler. The paramedic gets the unidentified man onto a stretcher, and right before he shoves him into the ambulance, the mouth of the victim erupts blood and proclaims, I had the eye of the beholder. It was in these hands, and now it's in the hands of some rogue who will not use its power correctly or knows its hawk value. With that, the bloody man passes out. Gina Magaha grabs her mouth and runs off. Old Man Niller nods at Nick with a I told you so face. Mm. The scent of chocolate wafts, 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 thank you, wafts across the crowd. You hear a whoop whoop of a law enforcement vehicle uprolls one sheriff's deputy. A policeman, Officer Stuart Copeland, gets out of the car and after surveying the mess, shakes his head in intense frustration, stating, We don't have time for this. You notice he has a bit of glazed sugar clumped on his chin and a few kernels of corn in his hair. Spying you three, he says, Kids, we down at the apartment have been hearing a lot about you lately. <laughs> like what, officer? Probably all the good deeds we've done. That's right. Good stuff. And we might need your services. How can we be of assistance to you, officer? Well, it's time to put your bravery to the test and serve your town on a possibly dangerous mission. It's the anniversary of the Great Scales Lake Petting Zoo Massacre, and we got a tip that some copycat <laughs> cult is going to repeat the atrocities of the original attack. Thing is, that's just a rumor. And as I stand here, we've been getting calls about a group of corners Corning people, whatever I'm going to say it. <laughs> Inside of Baker's Rest Haven, throwing feed corn at seniors in their wheelchairs when they try to roll out of their rooms. All my spare men are heading over there now. We've been so swamped with outbreaks of mayhem, it's almost like Boonville's under the spell of some kind of orchestrated chaos. Long story short, Boonville needs you all, kids. Prepare to be deputized. Deputized. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you accept this mission? I accept it. I guess first it. So y'all get little plastic badges. We don't get monetary. I'm so excited. Do we get a gun? No. Taser? No. So we're deputized. You're deputized. Don't get a gun. And we're not paid. We do, we've Sounds got all perfect. kinds of weapons. We don't need a gun. You're supposed to be volunteers, man. Volunteers. Volunteer fire department? Volunteer sheriff department? Hmm. Where's your spirit of a... Civic community? Yeah, civic duty and communitarianism. I ran out about four episodes back. Uh. <laughs> Kids, I gotta go. <laughs> well, what do you want us to do? Look into this whole petting zoo massacre thing, possibly. Okay. All right, sir. We're going to the petting zoo. Don't like do we have the power to arrest now? Yeah, citizens arrest, but with a little bit more kick. Are we walking? Son of a... That's a walk. Okay, I'll, I'll drop you guys off on the way to Baker's Rest Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he drives you near the entrance, and he doesn't even slow down. He just wants you guys to just get out while it's still rolling. Dang. Drop and roll. Scales Lake has always had weird hours, so the, the gate is closed. Doesn't mean you can't walk around the gate, but... Yeah, it was real secure. What time of day is it? It's getting in the uh, late afternoon. Sun's starting to go down. So they've already cleaned up the scene of this massacre. No, they, they don't have enough manpower to go investigate. They, they got this incident So it over. just happened? 
No, they don't even know if it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It was a rumor that somebody was on the anniversary was going to repeat the massacre. How many years ago did this happen? A year ago. A year ago. In this time. What year did it actually happen? Do you remember? There was actually... We this were in happened? high school, yes. weren't we? I was a freshman, yeah. I remember. So it's got to be like 85. What happened? Yeah, because they were seniors. Some guys we broke in at night with a bunch of two-by-fours or something. And, and killed them all? Killed yeah. a bunch of animals. Oh, yeah. And they slaughtered them. So we should probably go in and at least look at the petting zoo area. You guys are creeping up to the petting zoo area, and you do see a handful of dudes, uh, although you can't see their faces. They're loading up a pickup truck with a couple of dead goats and a peacock. There's a terrible squeal of some kind, after which another dude appears next to the petting aquarium, holding up a goldfish like it's a trophy. Do they have goldfish at the petting zoo? Yeah. Petting, aqua- so. petting goldfish? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He says, uh, this is going to be the most killer metallic cue ever, says one of the guys who's built pretty solid and wearing a wrestling mask that seems to read Elber Felt something on one cheek. Elber Felt. You hear another voice ask, uh, where are the bats? I thought they had bats that you could pet up here. I desire greatly to bite the head off of one of those wing rodents at the height of our bloody celebration, just like Cliff Burton used to do. That was Ozzy, you dumb dumb ding dong. Whoever it was, I feel like after I bite the head off of a live animal, it will garner me respect among the females I deserve. The point is, the massacre has already begun. Are the adventurers about to save the last known species of boomtown rats and blow monkeys that call scales like home? Or will Roxy, Corey, and Nick all end up taxidermied and mounted on a wall? And can anyone explain to me how to wang chung tonight? Find out next time on Legend of the Like Totally Epic Journey Quest. Legend of the Like Totally Epic Journey Quest stars Christy Straley Heck, James Boyer, and Mark McWilliams. Thanks to Charity Strange Boyer for lending us her dining room table and her husband. Thanks to Hoosier Ken Alvey for the ominous photograph of the Warwick County Courthouse. And to DJ Mindub for help with the graphics. If you'd like to communicate with our heroes, you can send us an email to spuncounterguy at hotmail.com. Also, if you tweet or post about the show, let us know by tagging us or sending us a screenshot, and we'll try our best to work your name into the show somehow. 